0: Thanks for listening and subscribe today for our new Substack newsletter. That's Michael Medved's context placing today's big events in the unique perspective of our past and our future. Go to michaelmedved.substack.com and sign up today for my uncensored take on current controversies.
1: This is the Michael Medved Show.
0: And another great day in this greatest nation on God's green earth. What a great day it is. It is the day of the New Hampshire primary. They already began voting. This is a long-standing American tradition at Dixville Notch, and all the votes are in from Dixville Notch. There's six registered voters up there. They all voted, 100% turnout, and they all voted the same way. Which way did they vote? We'll tell you in just a moment. It's always kind of interesting. I mean, this is one of those quirky things about New Hampshire. And I've actually been to Dixville Lodge. It's uh, kind of a uh, in the woods uh, sort of community. Very snowy this time of year. And uh, obviously people with their own very strong opinions. It's just uh, in, in the past, they've had other communities that have voted at midnight, which they uh, do to make sure that the votes get in and they get in earlier and there's no uh, interference with the weather or anything like that. So at midnight, the night before the primary, they're voting. And uh, we will give you the eagerly awaited results from the uh, Dixville-Notch landslide. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, President uh, Trump uh, gave A very unusual speech, uh, last night at Laconia, New Hampshire. There was a big announcement about one of his potential candidates for vice president. Uh, that would be Tim Scott. Uh, it was an announcement that is life-changing for Tim Scott. Uh, we will get to that. We'll also be speaking to another former uh, uh, Republican candidate for president who uh, finished sixth in uh, <laughs> in Iowa. That's not winning, but it's finishing sixth. There are a lot of people who vote for him. He's a two-time governor of Arkansas and a member of the United States Congress for some time. He um has pulled out of the race and made another endorsement while Vivek Ramaswamy and Doug Bergen, the uh, governor of North Dakota, who by the way, not only stopped his presidential campaign, not only endorsed Donald Trump for president, he also announced that he is not going to be running for re-election as governor of North Dakota, which is too bad because he was a terrific governor, but uh, that's uh, Doug Bergen. will be speaking to Asa Hutchinson who pulled out of the race and and did something different from what Chris Christie did. He didn't endorse anybody. Uh, or from what uh, Ramaswamy and Bergham and uh, and Tim Scott had done, which was they all endorsed Trump. Trump is now being described as the presumptive uh, nominee. But um, he did say they have this to say, which is remarkable. I mean, it's one of those things where... Uh, When they make that attraction, I told you I was haunted as a child by this attraction of uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln that was at the World's Fair. And later they moved it out to Disneyland. And I think they finally moved it to Disney World where they have a whole Hall of the Presidents thing, or at least they used to. In any event, uh, here was President Trump uh speaking his way through the highlight of his speech last night it was a long speech of course at laconia new hampshire this is a clip two how stupid are
1: our leaders we can be energy independent and even energy dominant yes oh yes and quickly says president trump we will be there very quickly We are a nation where fentanyl and other forms of illegal drugs are easier to get than groceries to feed our beautiful families we have become a drug-infested crime-ridden nation which is incapable of solving even the smallest smallest problem the simplest of problems we can no longer solve we can't do anything we are an institute and a powerful death penalty we will put this on we have to bring in the death penalty if we want to stop the
0: infestation of drugs okay the these are words that will someday be inscribed and marble we are an institute in a powerful death penalty we will put this on uh, this is this is what we uh, are looking forward to for the rest of the campaign. Uh, the, the only way this campaign ends uh, tonight is if uh, President Trump wins a big victory, wins by more than 20 points against Nikki Haley. Uh, there are some uh Commentators who say that she has to come within seven points to keep her campaign alive in any sense at all. Well, she did have the uh, the help of a Dixville Notch. We will, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll also be speaking to a biblical archaeologist, not for any guidance on uh, the New Hampshire primary, but for some discoveries that have a, a real impact on our understanding of the Bible. Uh, We've had him on before, Titus Kennedy, who is just back from uh, uncovering previously hidden secrets in the lands of the Bible. Uh, We will also be speaking to James Pindell, who is a Boston Globe political reporter live from New Hampshire. What is the vibe there? Uh, There is also a, a well let's do it as a tweet of the day used to call a tweet it's uh, not an x this time this is a uh, uh, from uh, truth uh, social uh, by uh, president trump of the day turn the page now to the internet
2: I mean, wow, what a great, smart tweet. Change his password so he no longer has access to his Twitter feed. Did you send the tweet? I did not send that tweet. My system was hacked, I was pranked. Donald Trump hasn't tweeted at us once, and I'm starting to get worried about him. So we have a new tweet. All right. Can I do the honors? Stand by tweet alert. And um,
0: President uh, Trump tweets, why does Fox Keep putting New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu on. That's three question marks after that. Every time I mention his name at a rally, they boo, that's B-O-O-O, like crazy. He's all jacked up on something, but he ran for president without having the courage to announce and did really poorly. He actually never ran for president and he never did announce, uh, and he decided not to run. But in any event, to have this loser on so much is really bad TV. I I love the fact that President Trump uh, also not only wants to talk about what's good for the country, but wants to talk about what's good for Fox Network. Uh, We are thrilled always to have Chris Sununu on our show because he is energetic and he is impassioned and he has been a terrific Republican governor in a state that has been, other than Chris Sununu, tilting in a uh, democratic direction. In any event, uh, the... um, the ongoing excitement and I think there is some real excitement about the New Hampshire primary has to do with its significance because this could if uh, as many people expect most people expect as most of the polls indicate if there's not some kind of miracle or surprise or upset President Trump is probably going to secure the nomination his third nomination for president and uh... he will be the republican nominee for two thousand twenty four Uh, Joe Biden has some problems with his nomination right now, and he is also not on the ballot in New Hampshire, but people are working very hard to try to write in his name to prevent some kind of horrible embarrassment where Marianne Williamson would get more votes, actual votes in New Hampshire than Joe Biden. I don't think that's likely to happen. Uh, But uh, what uh, is likely to happen, well, Dixville Notch went for, it went for Nikki Haley. And uh, by how much and what does this mean, if anything at all, for the general outcome of the New Hampshire primary or the struggle for the Republican nomination? And speaking out of uh, about struggles for nominations, they announced the Oscar nominations today. And there were some real surprises and some really moaning about snubs and more. We'll get to that as well on The Medved Show. Thanks for listening and subscribe today for our new Substack News. Newsletter. that's Michael Medved's context placing today's big events in the unique perspective of our past and our future go to michaelmedved.substack.com and sign up today for my uncensored take on current controversies and a big announcement on the Michael Medved show we just added a flash sale this is a an opportunity To get 50% off, half price for an annual basic MedHead subscription. That makes it just $29.95 for a year. It breaks out to about $2.50 per month, in other words. All you have to do is go to michaelmedved.com and you can sign up for this half price deal. Uh, Just use the promo code MEDHEAD. That's Medhead. Uh, that will set you up to listen live to this show wherever you happen to be and uh, on demand and on demand without commercials. Uh, you can go to michaelmedved.com uh, and use the promo code Medhead and you get half price off. This is a flash sale special deal in honor of the New Hampshire primary where the vote counting has already begun. Uh, I don't know if uh, President Trump is going to contest the votes in Dixville Notch, New Hampshire. Uh, Dixville Notch is a um, a great place, especially in the winter, and it caters to snowball mobilers and to Nordic skiers and to golfers and hikers in the summer it's a part of the really very scenic white mountains new hampshire and uh the uh, six registered voters of tiny Dixville notch in new hampshire all cast their ballots for nikki haley at midnight last night giving her a clean sweep over former president donald trump and all the other candidates Well, this is probably the best news that Nikki Haley is going to be getting uh, during this primary uh, season. Uh, The resort town was the first place in the nation to vote in the 2024 primaries. It's always the first place in the nation to vote. It's a tradition going back to 1960, which is near the beginning of the New Hampshire primary tradition. Uh, The voters were far outnumbered more than 10 to 1 by reporters from every corner of the globe, not to mention by a pile of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. Uh, Dixville Notch has a tradition of first-in-the-nation voting that dates back to 1960, with the results announced just a few minutes after midnight. Uh, This is what uh, that historic event Uh, Which, as I said, uh, obviously (laughs) would allow uh, Nikki Haley to get uh, some sound sleep last night. But this is what it sounded like. Uh, Clip 12.5.
2: The next ballot is being opened. And that's five for Nikki Haley. Is it going to be six for six? Feels like we're at a sport game. Waiting for the results. That is all six voters here in Dixville Notch have voted for Nikki Haley.
0: Okay, and of those voters, four were registered Republicans. They all voted for Haley. And then there were two independent voters who were also registered voters, and they voted for Haley. Uh so uh, President Trump had not received this news which uh I think will will make it unlikely that he visits uh Dixville Notch at any time coming up but uh he he did uh want to challenge Nikki Haley in uh another arena she has been campaigning talking about the way that President Trump uh repeatedly confused her name with that of Nancy Pelosi and uh, thought that uh, Nikki Haley had been in charge of security uh, during the riots at the Capitol building on January 6th. She wasn't. She wasn't in Washington at the time. She wasn't in government at the time. She had nothing to do with security in the Capitol building at any time. In any event, uh, President Trump spoke to a reporter from Fox News uh, while campaigning in New Hampshire, Uh, and clearly for him it's not enough that he just wins this primary, which he is likely to do, but he wants another competition. Uh, Listen, clip 10.
3: So Nikki Haley says now she has the two-person race that she's always wanted. She has been coming after you strongly in the past few days. It's worked both ways, um, and you've come after her as well. She, she keeps bringing up your age lately. What do you say about that?
1: Well, I think I'm a lot sharper than her. I would do this. I would sit down right now and take an aptitude test, and it would be my result against her result, and she's not going to win. She's not going to even come close to winning. Uh, in fact, when I heard the word cognitive, you know, I've taken two of them now. I took one with Dr ronnie who's now a fantastic you know white house doctor and a fantastic uh, congressman from texas admiral the white house doctor jackson ronnie jackson and he's uh, now a great congressman from texas i took uh, one then and i took one recently i think the result was announced and it was i aced it twice i aced it But I would say that, you know, I've actually called for a cognitive test for anybody running for president because I actually think that's a good idea. It'd be nice to have an intelligent person be president.
0: Okay. Oh, yes, I think it would it it would be nice. I think he's right about that. Uh, And and President Trump uh, then later followed up this declaration, this challenge to Nikki Haley with a uh, remarkably clear and informative explanation of uh, the very complex subject of missile defense technology. He was speaking in Laconia, New Hampshire. Uh, listen, this is clip three.
1: Go. These are not muscle guys here. They're muscle guys up here, right? And they calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Boom. Okay, missile launch, pshin, poom. It's the
0: most un- uh, <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. Boom, whoosh, boom. And uh, then there were, were also um, the same rally in Laconia, New Hampshire, which was uh, very uh, dramatic. Uh, had uh, a soundtrack that sounded like this. This is clip one.
2: New
1: Redfield-Wilton poll. It's Trump 72, Haley 9 yeah. yes. in Nevada. Yeah. 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 <inaudible> Those are fascists, by the way. Those are the people that are a danger To the country. But never forget, our enemies want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. Thank you very much. Thank you. Those are great people. I was also honored. (laughs) She's back. She's back. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's beautiful. I was also honored. This is very important because I was also. She's going home now. Where?
0: Uh, they were, in part, by the way, QAnon people, which is kind of surprising because generally QAnon people. Are looking uh, to President Trump to save the world. They're not the only ones. Uh, we'll bring you the latest from. And they
1: calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Bomb. Okay. Missile launch. Pshing. Poom. To most un.
0: For the third time, uh, there is the possibility that uh, Donald J. Trump is going to be the nominee of the Republican Party for president of the United States. One of his opponents in uh, the race for the nomination was a Republican who, when you actually just look at his resume, he could have been the most Super qualified of all the candidates for president. Asa Hutchinson was not only a two-term governor of Arkansas and a very successful and popular governor, he was also a former member of the Congress of the United States with congressional experience and experience in the president's cabinet as Administrator of DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration, and Undersecretary of Homeland Security. Uh, Governor Hutchinson, it's a pleasure and honor to speak to you. Uh, you dropped out of the race and then unlike uh, people like tim scott and doug Burgum, the governor of north dakota and Ramik, uh, vivek ramaswamy not not my favorite guy in the world you didn't rush to embrace the uh as they're saying presumptive nominee what did you do instead
4: well uh i endorsed uh, the alternative to donald trump which is uh, nikki haley uh, the last uh, one standing And uh, and Nikki uh, and I fought uh, together in Iowa, uh, but she won and uh, she's a clear alternative there in New Hampshire. So I endorsed her. And I'm troubled by actually uh, everybody trying to wrap this thing up so early. I can't remember in the history of our party that we've had it wrapped up in an open race after New Hampshire and it looks like that might be where we're heading so uh you know i've got to look at uh, where we go from here hopefully nikki uh, does well in new hampshire tonight but uh i'm standing uh, with very few that's taken that direction but i'm happy with it
0: and i i know that uh, while you were running for president there was all this talk about people taking a pledge to support the republican nominee whoever it is um, are are you going to be a supporter of president trump if he is the nominee of the republican party
4: well it depends upon the circumstances i've always supported the republican nominee Uh, i've built helped build the republican party in arkansas but i've said in the first debate that i wouldn't support somebody who's a convicted felon and that remains to be seen and i think that's a serious issue that obviously puts us at a disadvantage to win in november if that's the case and uh, that could could happen we don't know yet and so i don't want to be making uh, pledges and uh, determining uh, things when we don't have all the facts on the table and they're going to be developing late this spring donald trump has worked very hard to consolidate uh, to make sure he's the nominee early because it's going to get more ugly later on and so that's been his strategy and The party actually uh, helped accommodate all of that uh, for this early potential early end to the primary contest.
0: Well, again, that's remains to be seen. We'll see. um, Dixville Notch voted and they voted six to nothing for Nikki Haley. So we'll see what happens in the rest of New Hampshire. Um, There's uh, all kinds of talk, and and today in particular uh, involving Joe Manchin, who is openly speculating about running as a third-party candidate. Would you have any sympathy at all to any of the third-party candidates under the heading of the No Labels or something else? Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, seems to be getting close to 20% of the vote in most of the national polls. Is he a potential president?
4: Well, not if you look at history. And, uh, you know, third-party candidacies uh, have not proven successful. They've more often been spoilers in an election. This year could be different just because no one, the American public does not want to have a repeat of the Biden-Trump race. And yet that might be what they get. And so they could be looking to a third alternative. Uh, again, uh, I want to work within the Republican party to have the right nominee. Uh, and there's time that that can happen. And it could actually uh, be at the convention itself. And so I want to give it more time than that before uh, I figure out exactly what all the options are. And, uh, Uh, There's a lot of story left to be told in this race, even though uh, Donald Trump's trying to close that chapter very quickly. So we'll see. But I am, you know, people get invested in the party, Michael. The Republican Party, it's your team. The Democrat Party, it's your team. And they have the infrastructure advantage over a third uh, or or independent uh, candidacy that arises.
0: Well, yeah, for, for certain. And, and people always give the example of Abraham Lincoln. And one of the things that I try to explain to people again and again is when Lincoln ran for president, the Republican Party already controlled the House of Representatives. It had already uh, mm-hmm. finished a close second with John Fremont's race in 1856 against James Buchanan. Uh, if, if you had one issue that you believe Republicans should emphasize uh, coming to people offering an alternative to another four years of Joe Biden. What issue would you emphasize?
4: I would emphasize character uh, as still being important uh, for the leader of our country. And I would emphasize that uh, the United States should not isolate itself which is what Donald Trump advocates, both in terms of the economy with a ring around of America, but also in terms of our support of allies. Obviously, you've got to emphasize the uh, border security and our economy, but those don't distinguish, uh, you know, a candidacy. Uh, they It's what everybody is talking about and needs to talk about. Uh, but I think the uniqueness of a of a candidacy against uh, Donald Trump and even Joe Biden would be uh, let's not isolate America let's show our leadership again
0: and in other words uh, you would be uh, supporting uh, continued aid to Ukraine defending its independence and continued aid to Israel
4: yes uh, I think we need to stand with uh, Ukraine Uh, Donald Trump says he can solve that uh, issue in 24 hours. The only way you do that is to give Russia what they want. And uh, that's wrong. Uh, So I would support that. I do support the package that includes uh, uh, border security uh, reform and aid as uh, part of the package to support Israel and Ukraine. Uh, That should pass. The president, President Biden, should agree to that. They need to get that done. In fact, they should not have gone home for Christmas without getting that package done, but they did.
0: Well, amen to what you're saying, Governor Hutchinson. I I so much appreciate your service to our country in so many different capacities and all of that service with distinction. Uh, people can find out more about Governor Hutchinson and his background, and you uh, Uh, To Take a look at uh, what uh, what the governor has done and what he has stood for as a very loyal and uh, devoted member of the Republican Party and Republican ideals. Uh, Coming up on the Medved Show, uh, more about last minute shots from uh, Trump against Haley and from Haley against Trump. And uh, some good news, actually, from abroad, which we will get to coming up on the Medved Show.
1: Ding, 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 ding. Get 50% off by becoming an annual Medhead member. Nice. Join at michaelmedvid.com. Real nice. Ding, 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 ding.
0: Michael Medved Show. Uh, President Trump uh, doesn't like the fact that the governor of the state of New Hampshire is on TV a lot. He has endorsed Nikki Haley. He's been campaigning with Nikki Haley. And actually, it makes you wonder what would have happened if Chris Sununu, who is nothing if not hyper-energetic and extraordinarily articulate, uh, If if Chris Sununu had decided that he was going to actually run for president, maybe sometime, Uh, he certainly has been a successful governor of New Hampshire. He actually the last time running for his fourth term as governor, he uh, he got the highest vote total ever in a statewide election in New Hampshire. He uh, was on uh, CNN with Jake Tapper. And uh, spoke about uh, his expectations for his candidate, Nikki Haley, and uh, why he believes she's going to exceed those uh, expectations. Uh, This is clip eight.
2: Two things. Number one, anyone who says this is a must win for Nikki Haley, I heard someone mentioning that in the studio. Tell them they overpaid for that online political science degree. There's only been 3 goals here, right? One was to make sure she got a second place. We got that. Two was to make sure there were only two candidates left in the race and we're ahead of we're ahead there. She's wiped 12 candidates off. And then she wants to build on that momentum out of Iowa where she got 20%. She's going to more than double or exceed that here. The last point is their polls. Last time I checked, they're always wrong, right? So you never know the same poll on the day I got elected governor said I was going to lose by 11 and we won by a couple percent. So, you know, it's all about the voter turnout. It's all about the enthusiasm. Where's the energy? Not just what people say on a phone or how they you know, respond to an online text or something. It's really about the energy of the campaign. Trump has no energy. The guy can barely read a teleprompter right now. All the wind is behind Nikki sales. So I just think the sky's the limit.
0: The uh, sky's the limit uh, a- again. If she gets uh, 40 percent and he's saying that uh, that seems to be his prediction, uh, would her campaign stay alive? Well, again, you just have to look back to a famous race against an incumbent in the New Hampshire primary in 1968, where that was the Democratic primary in New Hampshire, Uh, twice incumbent presidents have been knocked out of office by New Hampshire primaries. In 1948, um, Harry Truman was the president of the United States. He had become president when FDR died. Then he won that surprise re-election victory in 1948. In 1952, it was assumed he would run for president again. He was challenged by a senator from Tennessee named Estes Kefauver. And what I always remember is that he had a a slogan, Estest is Bestest. Uh, (laughs) And he was known, honestly, famous. He was known for his committee hearings that he chaired in the Senate, uh, attacking organized crime, and also for wearing a coonskin cap. I mean, he was from Tennessee, same as Davy Crockett. This was kind of the period of time that Davy Crockett. Crockett was uh, becoming a national sensation as promoted by Disney in any event Estes Kefauver challenged Harry Truman in the Democratic primary and he won by two to one people were tired of Truman and uh, right after the New Hampshire primary uh, Truman announced that he was not going to run for re-election, and uh, the rest is history uh, Adlai Stevenson actually got the Democratic nomination and and, uh, and Dwight Eisenhower won in a landslide. The Republicans winning for the first time since FDR had taken the White House in 1932. Anyway, and, and then in 1968, uh, there was a protest protest anti-war anti-vietnam war and the war now candidacy uh, led by senator eugene mccarthy who honest to goodness no one had heard of he was a first term senator from uh, minnesota uh, known to be sort of scholarly he wrote poetry was part of his pursuit and uh there was a challenge to lyndon johnson who had won the biggest landslide for any Democrat ever in uh, 1964 when he had taken over after the assassination of John Kennedy. In any event, right after the uh, New Hampshire primary, and you, Eugene McCarthy didn't win. He didn't capture the bulk of the delegates even from the state of New Hampshire. He got 43%. He lost. 57 to 43% is However, because he was running against an incumbent president, because people had expected he wouldn't do anything, uh, that basically shook up the race entirely. It persuaded Robert Kennedy. No, no, not this Robert Kennedy, the real Robert Kennedy, the father of this one. And it persuaded Robert Kennedy to enter the race 10 days after the New Hampshire primary. Now, uh... What uh, would happen to the certainty surrounding President Trump right now if Nikki Haley uh, equaled the performance of Eugene McCarthy and got 43%? Well, she's not running against an incumbent, you could say, but President Trump is like an incumbent. He's running as an incumbent, he's uh, running for people chanting four more years. Uh, because people want to go back to the Trump era, or at least their perceptions of the Trump era. And uh, it's um, the idea that the race is over before the votes have even been counted in New Hampshire. I agree that if uh, Nikki Haley uh, does below uh, 40%, if she doesn't make it at least something of a close competitive race, Uh, Her campaign is probably over, but she's interested in forestalling that. She was on Fox and Friends uh, with uh, Brian Kilmeade, and uh, she was um, insisting that, no, the battle is not finished. Uh, This is clip 11.
3: I ran for governor. I ran against an attorney general, lieutenant governor and a popular congressman. Mm-hmm. And I worked it and fought for it and earned it. I'm going to go into South Carolina and do the same thing. I take nothing. For so granted. there's no
1: scenario where it stops tonight.
3: Of course not. We've already made yeah. our ad buy. by yeah, right? four million in ads. We've put in an ad buy. I don't know how much yeah. it is, but it's strong. We saved sure. our money. I hoarded money all the way through. We stayed in garden ends and residence ends. We were the only one that flew commercial because I wanted to make sure we could run through the on this i'm gonna fight no matter what i don't care how much y'all want to coronate donald trump At the end of the day that's not what americans want americans yeah. want a choice and we're going to give them you keep that choice. saying
1: coronate lie not tell the truth what do you say in the catch i'm really wondering why you think we're the enemy
3: because I've looked at the media, look at the media saying, "Oh, this is Donald Trump's to have." Look at the political class all coalescing and saying, "Everybody needs to get out." That's not democracy. That's not who we are. Who we are but is when I have didn't. we ever had right. two people down to two people in New Hampshire and you say, "Oh, it's over." We don't do that. South right. Carolina is an amazing Isn't state. It's hard when it to comes believe to that three states really could choose an election for the entire country. I mean, it's what we—it's a beautiful thing. It's yeah. what we go through. And at the end of the day, it's the fact that. You don't do this for any reason outside of you love your country. And uh, again, uh, the, uh, the idea of
0: traveling around the country and speaking at diners and uh, uh, union halls and lodges. And uh, t- t- last night they uh, were counting the votes at Dixville Notch in the whole world. It was a, uh, a ski resort. Uh, that was used, a uh, Boston's, I think they called it. Uh, the voting took place in a location, the living room of Tillotson House, with the Balsams Resort undergoing renovations. Uh, that's where they had the vote so far. Coming up on The Medved Show, we're going to be talking more about what's going on on the ground in New Hampshire where there is so much riding on this particular race. By the way, the Secretary of State of New Hampshire uh, has said that uh, it is likely to be a record turnout. Uh, This would be very, very different from what happened in Iowa. Uh, Would it help uh, Trump? Would it help uh, uh, Nikki Haley? Well, the one thing about the record turnout is 40% of the voters in New Hampshire are not registered either as Republicans or Democrats. It's one of the reasons it's considered to be generally a swing state for Senate races and for presidential races, always very close. And uh, this time, uh, if there is a big turnout of those independent voters... And there could be on the Republican side because there's really not much to vote for on the Democratic side where Biden's not even on the ballot. Is that uh, the Nikki Haley miracle they're looking at? We'll talk to James Pindell of the Boston Globe, who is on the ground in New Hampshire as it all happens in this greatest nation on God's green earth.